guys, welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. Um, and with me today, I don't know if anybody's really keeping up with things, but um, a couple episodes ago, I had a wonderful interview with my friend Dan, um, and we mentioned a certain cosplayer that went by Gibby, and it just so happens that we have tracked down Gibby, um, and that Gibby happens to be Christian. How are you? Hello. Hello. Found you. Gibby. <laughs> you got a whole episode named after you, first of all. Can we talk about that? All right. Can I just say, I woke up that morning. I was like, all right, going into work. I, I have your thing on post notifications because I like hearing about convention stories and shit. And I just wake up and it just says, Gibby, Gibby cover your nipples. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, where is it? Where is it? And of course you added it at the very end. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So it's the actual Gibby. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I, I assume because we're here today, we're doing this. Um, I'd like to hear your side of this story, uh, this Gibby story. Uh, first of all, of the fucking. Oh my god. All right. So first of all, I want to address this. There was there was a rumor going around about the Gibby cosplay. Okay. And I was allowed to wear a shirt. Wasn't allowed to wear a shirt. I asked staff members, and they said it was okay for me not to wear a shirt. Okay. But for some reason, the rumor went around that I had to cover my nipples. And Mm -hmm. every time, people were like, yo, has a staff member kicked you out yet? Like, we've been hearing this. Like, dude, no. (laughs) Um, But yeah, how how the idea of Gibby started was, I think it was like a long-ass time ago. It was like, I should just cosplay Gibby one time. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it for AAC. So I start taking pictures and yeah, give me. <laughs> and there we are. Um, but yeah, I applied to Deathmatch as Gibby. Mm-hmm. And I got to the semifinals and died to Miss Frizzle. <laughs> Which I mean, uh, if you're going to go, Miss Frizzle yeah. is the way. Um, I do have a story inside of that, though. Oh, good. Yay! So, I have two stories. There was a lot of problems when I was doing Gibby. Okay. One of those being is, I'm a hairy guy. Oh, boy. And going into this, I didn't think, like, oh, yeah, Gibby. It's just funny. Mm-hmm. Funny guy. Shirt off. He says Gibby sometimes. Um, And I'm like, all right, well, I'll get rid of my hair. Wax shouldn't be that bad, right? Oh, no. Oh, well. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, so young. So, so naive. <laughs> so I brought the idea to my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And she laughed at me. and <laughs> Just like I did, yes. Because we're like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. No, I can do it. And she's like, you sure, Christian? And I'm like, yes, I'm sure. She's like, okay. I'll give you a couple of And then I have this thing called Nair you can use after you cry. She's gonna put um, Nair on you after she waxed you. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> we, no. we made we made sure to just so pretty much what happened is she put the wax on my chest. Uh huh. Ripped it off. Uh-huh. I I cried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, she's. I'm telling her like I look at her. I'm like tears running by my eyes. I'm looking at her. I'm like, how many do we have left? How many do we have left? She's like. Just for your chest, probably five. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let, just get the chest. I'm nearing, I'm nearing the rest. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought she was going to put Nair on you after she waxed you. And I was like, oh my God, no. No. I, I almost said that. Uh, also, if you don't know this, mm. I, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, I'm just starting to learn. <laughs> You're going to learn that through most of the stories mm-hmm. is less of people being creeps and weirdos it's more of me being a fucking idiot and putting myself into those situations it's like hmm what would gibby do this yeah that's right yeah <laughs> so that was the first problem with gibby oh, boy. um second problem was again like i said i'm fucking stupid and i like to do shit the quick and easy way um in the most famous image of gibby it's him shirtless in a hallway holding a banana. Okay. 
so instead of getting like a prop banana, I I just bought a thing of bananas. Mm-hmm. Again, me not thinking. Those bananas are gonna rot quick, especially if I'm holding it all day. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And in deathmatch, I could feel it rotting in my hand. Ew. Like I could feel the smushiness of it. No. <laughs> and I I made a promise to myself in deathmatch too. That if I knew I was going to die in that round, I was going to eat the whole banana. No, bleh. <laughs> squishy banana. So when Miss Frizzle came up, I'm like, all right, yeah, I, I know I'm fucking dead. I know I'm goner now. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I ate that banana with a straight face. And it was one of the most disgusting bananas I ever fucking had. Oh, because it's like warm banana. It wasn't even warm. It was disintegrating. No! <laughs> They opened it up and like half of it came off with the peel. No! <laughs> I mean, it with a straight face. And I love it because if you, my friend took a video of it, of mm-hmm. like me and Deathmatch, mm-hmm. and I just hear in the background someone say, I thought that was a prop. <laughs> <laughs> Some poor person's just like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> but yeah. Nice. And before Deathmatch 2, I, I had a shirt on that my friend cut holes in for me. Mm-hmm. So when I went up, I Hulk Hogan Hulk off, and I ripped my shirt in half. Wow. And yeah, that's the story of Gibby. Wow. <laughs> that's magical. Also, I was not informed that Deathmatch was held outside that year. Oh, no. What year was that? This was, it was this year. Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went there, and uh, I, refor- I was looking at the email. I was like, all right, Deathmatch will be at the tent. And I look at my friend, I'm like, the tent? And tent? Question mark? Tent? Yeah, look, yeah, is... there was a tent con in 2018. Um, we had... Yes, I remember. Yep, at yep. Nashua, because the hotel was a bit smaller. Um, and we needed to have a bigger space for the... Uh, dealer's room there it is words words are hard um for the dealer's room so they had to run cables and everything else out to this tent in the parking lot um and it snowed that weekend yep i remember one of my friends was in the artist room and she looks at me she's like i'm fucking freezing i'm pissed yeah 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 you know it sucks because we had the bigger space and then it fell through because of things that were out of anybody's control. So it's yeah. like, I get it. But like the hotel again, wasn't the biggest hotel in the world, but it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well maybe we just find some place for these guys anywhere. That's not outside in the cold. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I'm glad you bring up that con though. Mm-hmm. Cause that segues perfectly into another convention story i have that i wanted to talk about in this podcast oh boy from that con oh yeah that con yeah <laughs> um so that year i did two new cosplays mm-hmm. um and they were probably another bad decision of me not thinking shit through yeah sure the first one is pretty pretty prisoner from um one punch man okay yep the gay prisoner. Um, I cosplayed him and my friend who does usually all my makeup and all my wigs. She was like, all right, we're going to be accurate. We need to throw a, a bald cap on you. Sure. Right. And we need to form your chin to look like pretty much a nutsack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so my whole face is just covered in liquid latex. And so we're just hanging out this car and I have a huge muscle suit on. Um, I have a bald cap on and all that shit. And if, if you, all my friends know at these cons, I, I sweat a lot. It's just, it's just who I am. Well, yeah. I mean, like some people do, it's like hot in those places too. Like it's understandable. Yeah, and, I, and I'm wearing a muscle suit. Right. And then I realized something while I was in that cosplay. Uh Oh, I don't feel sweat. Hmm. Why don't I feel sweat? And then I felt the bald cap. The bald cap was water balloon. <laughs> the like, whole 
The whole thing was a water balloon. Just like squidwording off the back of your head. You would poke it and it would like, like a water bed. It would just like vibrate. <laughs> no. And um, the other thing I didn't think through, which I probably should have learned because I experienced this cosplay. I used the same cosplay at Pop Cult, and it turned out terribly because I entered Deathmatch mm-hmm. as uh, All Might. Okay. And uh, it was All Might, Deku, and Deku's mom. That was the ones in the Deathmatch. Okay. And my friend did the face paint and everything. So I have, like, the shadows on my face, and it looks dope and shit. Yeah. But because of Deku's mom, I forgot that, like, oh, I'm going to be here for a while because it's fucking Deku's mom. Right. Um, and I start sweating again. Uh-uh. And there's a photo of me online after we won that death match. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, yeah, we won that year, 2018. Sure. Um, it's a photo of me and Waluigi and just the, the, the makeup just dripping down the face. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, like, sad girl, like, mascara all down the front of you. Literally, it was like that. <laughs> and, um, the best part of that, too, mm-hmm. was a Deku cosplayer came up to me mm-hmm. and was like, hey, can you sign uh, my book with your uh, face? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a photo of my face print on someone's book. <laughs> <laughs> so you were All Might in 2018? Yes, I was. I feel like I have a picture of you. You probably do. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm trying to like I'm trying to like paint the picture for you so you can see if you can remember. It was like there was a group of a whole bunch of My Hero Academia cosplayers, and I was taking cosplay pictures of people, and I have a picture of an All Might with a Deku who was like on their shoulder. Maybe you, maybe not you. I can send it to you after. We can confirm or deny whether or not you're. Yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was you. Yeah. Then I stopped cosplaying my hero because uh, that that fan base got a little too crazy for me. (laughs) Yeah, you know it's funny. I like I got through the first couple of seasons of it and I enjoyed it, but then it was just like you know, people seem a little um. Little cuckoo pants. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. I'm like I like, and the thing is too is like again, I am much older than you. We've already yeah. established that. Yeah. I'm not going to tell people how much older I am than you because, good lord, but <laughs> old enough to be your mother. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, I have seen some shit at conventions, and like My Hero Academia is falling into that category of everybody's cosplaying it. So it is the thing that you see the most of at conventions. The new Homestuck. Right, the new Homestuck. The new My Hitalia. The new Full Metal Alchemist. The new Dragon Ball Z. Like, it's like, that's what this, like, little couple year gap is until the next huge thing comes out. And then you'll barely see anybody from My Hero Academia cosplayed. And it'll be that new thing for, like, four years. Wasn't, like, the official My Hero shoot at Anime Boston a shit show or some shit? I mean, it probably was. I couldn't tell you. I heard about it, and... As soon as I found out who was running it, uh-huh. I was like, oh, I'm not going to that. Oh, drama. <laughs> uh, nah, just the, they referred to me as daddy and it always made me uncomfortable. Yikes. Because I cosplayed All Might and I literally had this pull on the side and like, hey, don't, don't call me that. But also you're a fetus. It, <laughs> yeah, that was the weird part too, because like, you're calling me that, you're, I'm pretty sure you're older than me. <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, I was... It was super awkward, and as soon as I found out they were hosting, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm all set. I'll pass." Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck right off this way. <laughs> I'll exactly. see you later. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, like, when did you start doing cosplay? Um, I think it was like when I really got I when I first started doing cosplay. I think it was like 2016. But okay. I like to I like to say 2017 of AAC. Okay. And that's when I actually started to do panels too. Sure. Because my first panel ever, which actually made me blow up on TikTok, was um a Danganronpa V3 Q and A panel. Like you know those ones where you ask the characters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, um, I was in that, and there's a clip that my dad filmed where the mic in the mics were like set up really weird, mm-hmm. and there was one mic where if you touched it the wrong way, it cut off everything. So that means like the music in the background, other people's mics, it cuts off everything. Oh, okay. And uh, I grabbed it, and I was cosplaying Gonta. Mm-hmm. Gonta and Danganronpa is this big buff guy who's like he's literally the definition of a himbo. Sure. Big strong guy who just loves bugs, but it's really stupid. <laughs> um, I grabbed it and it cut off everything. In a panic moment, I'm like, "Gonta broke it. Gonta too strong." <laughs> And it, it blew up on TikTok and got, like, half a million views. <laughs> TikTok. That void. Okay, so I just sent you the picture. Just I'm trying to confirm or deny this. And I was also mistaken. Yes, that uh, is me. That is me. Is it you? <laughs> and actually, I'm going to send you the picture of the dripping face makeup. Because I took screenshots of that. There we go. Yeah, I mean, no, no. that's a lot of face. Up. Yeah, that's a lot of face makeup. <laughs> Uh, I'll make sure that this is the picture that I use, by the way. When we oh wrote God! The oh, that's what's happening. Yeah, congratulations, you screwed up. Fuck! Fool! Ha ha! My shame! My shame everywhere! Dude, my my friend's gonna kill you now. I hope you know that. Why? So, that person hugging my leg. Mm-hmm. In my bio of my Instagram, they are called my wig slave. Oh. They are pretty much one of my best friends Aww. um pretty much we used to have a deal a long time ago it's like all right she would make all my cosplays look really good mm-hmm. in exchange for me talking to people for her sure sure i mean that's a fair deal um yeah and she she is very proud of any cosplays i do because she knows that she did most of it mm-hmm. i am that um, friend i get that yes <laughs> So she gets super angry when I post photos that she didn't think that are perfect. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to point, the, like, I'm going to post the one that I took. I'm not going to do, like, the drippy face. I'll give you that. Uh, that would be silly. <laughs> yeah, she was the one who uh, did that wig, actually. Oh, very nice. It's a very nice wig. You are a very good all my. That's why I took your picture. Thank you. That was the first year of me using the muscle suit, too. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I do a lot of crossplay, and it's like, I've always wanted to, like, I've cosplayed as Vegeta before, and I enjoy very much being Vegeta, but I always do Batman Vegeta, or, like, Dad Vegeta, because then it's like, you know what, I, like, you know, I don't have to be, like, full muscle suit, but, like, part yeah. of me has always wanted to do, like, his little fight suit so bad, and I also know that I would have to either, one, go to the gym, forever, <laughs> or... <laughs> Two, I have to purchase a muscle suit. So I haven't committed to the muscle suit, like, aspect. Muscle, the, that muscle suit I actually got for cheap. I think it was, like, 50 bucks oh, okay. on Amazon. All right, or 80. All right. I forget. Sure. It, it was a long time ago. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. You know, some commitment that I'll make later on in my life, you know. Like, eventually I'll just roll in as Vegeta, like, full-on Saiyan Prince, gonna kick your butt suit, you know? Because <laughs> I'm i say in my cute little voice <laughs> the only thing that gives me away i've done crossplay like every single time i've cosplayed i can count on one hand how many times i've actually dressed up as a girl in the 20 something years that i have cosplayed isn't your most big one a uh, tony stark it sure is all right that's what i thought that's my boy <laughs> Yeah, and it's so funny because I, a long time ago on my Facebook, I actually posted like a 13 years of cosplay with Tony Stark. <laughs> and looking back at where I started, where I kind of just threw it together to now where I have like official like like eyewear and jackets and everything else. It's like, look at me grow. <laughs> you know? But that's it. I mean, like I said, like as you do cosplay, like obviously, you know, you get adult money and things like that. And like you start to care more when you really get into it and stuff. And before you know it, you're sitting there on eBay saying, Robert Downey Jr. wore this and I need to wear it too. See, now it's kind of the opposite for me because like I buy that my like sophomore year of high school. Mm -hmm. And now there's me going like, yo, Gibby, which is literally, I think. $15 pants. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, and everyone goes through that period too. Like I said, you are in um, your twenties, and when yeah. I was first cosplaying, like that was it. It was just like, well, I went to the Goodwill and I found <laughs> these seven shirts, and now I'm going to cut them up and piece them back together again to make like this one cosplay. Yo, Goodwill fucking made me famous on TikTok. All right, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear shit. Goodwill's oh. fucking amazing. Listen, Goodwill and Savers are the best cosplay, like, on the, like, cheap that I, like, when I, back when I judged, and I think I've mentioned this before, but I'm going to say it again because I want to make sure that it is very clear. When I judged costumes for conventions for, like, a decade, don't get me wrong, everybody that made those super fancy costumes and, like, all, of, like, the embroidery and the sewing and the perfect lines and, like, the big extravagant costumes all of the respect in the world but you know who i had the most respect for the people that showed up with the goodwill costumes that you would have never known unless they told you that they got all their pieces at like goodwill on the cheap again um like the snaps so you judge that do you judge at uh, anime boston um i judged at anime boston for performance for about eight years oh uh, performance all right yeah one of my I friends mean, I mean, I did, like, some, I mean, I do, when we're doing performance judging, we're also paying attention to, like, costume detail stuff, too, just to, like, see, like, you know, character accuracy and things like that, if, you know, if we get who you are kind of situation. Um, I did all of my cosplay judging at Kineticon. Oh, all right. Yeah, I was one of the um, four cosplay judges at Kineticon for about five years, six years. Uh, Speaking about Kineticon? Mm-hmm. I always fucking avoid the most shitty stuff that happens at Kineticon, and I don't know how I do it every fucking year. Oh, so you hang out with my friends? <laughs> I don't know. So, Sorry, so, no shade. Shade. So, yeah, like, my first year of Kineticon, I forget mm-hmm. what year it was, mm-hmm. but me and my friend, the one who does my wigs, sure. Um, we went there, it was at, I think that was my first year actually doing All Might, and I remember doing a fucking random flash mob because i was there and there was a bunch of like ua like cheerleaders sure sure did a photo shoot someone started to play the ymca and then i'm like young midoriya every time they said young man Mm -hmm. and then it's surrounded with a bunch of people as then i'm like i can't leave now (laughs) well now i I can't leave they're they're filming now i they're not taking photos they're filming me doing the ymca i can't leave (laughs) just steps out bye um (laughs) off off topic but uh (laughs) um that year as we're leaving we're like damn that was a fun that was a fun convention we're going home and i'm looking at uh instagram and then my friend texts me like hey are you okay and i'm like what do you mean like were you watching the fireworks and i'm like no we're we're leaving we're like all right someone has a gun oh god I remember hearing about this. Yes. And then, lo and behold, no one had a fucking gun. Yeah. Someone just wanted to yell, gun. And then people ran. Oh, God. I remember one year at Kineticon, probably like the second year that I worked at it, um, the entire convention center went into lockdown. Oh. Because somebody... Now, no no one was hurt, and no one was in there, like, trying to, like, shoot up the place or anything like that. Like, nothing like that. This person was just dumb and brought a live, like, ammunition, live barrel shotgun of some kind to the convention as a prop. That made it, wait, no, wait, made it past security into the building, and then security, like, 2.0 saw it and was like, oh, hell no, and we had to shut everything down, like, everyone was stuck where they were for, like, an hour until, I don't know why it took an hour, when they could have just been like, hey, dude, you plan on using that? Nah? All right, cool, leave with it. Like, I don't know what the issue was that it took that long to, like get like that situation figured out i'm like i'm assuming they had to call the police and everything else i don't know if the dude got arrested i just know that i was trapped in a judging room for like an hour <laughs> and i was not happy about it i was like what happened and we're getting these text messages like someone has a gun and i'm like okay are they using it they're like no I'm like okay then what is going on yeah then what's my, happening my second year of Kineticon. Mm-hmm. it was right after deathmatch because i was in deathmatch as a uh, Boldy. Okay. And so I'm like, we went outside and there was like a, there was a little party outside. Mm-hmm. 
And like, I just hit the age where people are like, oh, you're not a kid anymore. You, you can come hang out with us. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, I want to fucking make friends. I want to, I want to vibe. I just want to vibe. So I'm vibing for a little bit. And then my friends are like, all right, Christian, we need, we need to get the fuck out. We're tired. It's like 12 o'clock. Let's go. I'm like, all right, fine. We leave. And then I got another text from my friend saying, hey, yo, were you at that dance thing outside? It just got shut down because some guy brought a thing of cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that was another year, too. Someone definitely OD'd. So the reason they don't have, like, raves or dances at Kineticon anymore... Um, Didn't is someone die? Someone I remember OD'd was... at the rave. <laughs> Which I'm laughing about, but it's not funny. Like, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because I'm just like, of course they did. Um, as far as I know, that person survived. But uh, they did not for, like... A good couple of minutes so the ambulance got there yeah someone like totally od'd at the rave <laughs> always oh fun in hartford always fun in hartford like oh god and the thing is like once that happened i feel like a lot of conventions after that also just pulled their raves and things like that because people were just being stupid at them it's like yeah can't you just go in and dance and have fun and be a gross sweaty mess that like soaks into your ball cap no we have to okay all right also w- were you on staff the year of, um, tw- fuck, we were just talking about 2018? I was on staff. AAC? Yeah. Yep. All right. I have a question for you then. Oh, boy. What the fuck happened to the deathmatch seats? What do you mean? There was no seats. Oh, who knows? I mean, I'm <laughs> assuming that, like, listen. <laughs> I walked in there and I... everyone's sitting on the ground. And I'm like, what the fuck? I... For reasons out of my control and at my um, lawyer friend's advice, (laughs) anything that's gone wrong at AAC, I should not really talk about. Understandable. Um... I just found that funny. I, I, I talk about the good match. stuff that happens. At the, I mean, like I said, I, I'm assuming that they just didn't get put back in the room after whatever event happened, and they just didn't have time, and they just threw everybody in the room and like, good enough. That that is my assumption. You know what I mean? Like, I assume that is that is what happened. I I didn't even know you guys didn't have chairs. Like, again, you only hear so much. Like, if you're doing certain things or whatever. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I I talk about good stuff that happens at AAC. And then anything after that for um, fear of possibly being sued, I don't talk about. (laughs) Which is sad, but true. And I'm putting it out there because a lot of people ask me about AAC stuff. And like I said, if it's a good story, I bring it up on the podcast. Um, And if I feel like it could cause some trouble for me down the road, um, I just do not um, disclose information. Honestly, though, AAC is probably my favorite con. It, you time. know what? If you're not working at it, I 100% agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> there. That is my official statement. If you're not working for the convention itself, it is a, it is a good time. Because it's still a convention, you know? Like, you go, there's panels, there's a masquerade, there's, like, a whole bunch of stuff going on. It's great. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, that's, that's the end of that statement. <laughs> Oh, God, I can see my phone blowing up now. Anyways. <laughs> I just unleashed hell on you. You know, No, it's fine. Like I said, it's funny. I've gone 40-something episodes, and no one's ever really kind of brought it up. And now that it's brought up, it's like, you know what? It is what it is. Everybody has a different experience. Everybody has their experience, you know? And it's like, at the end of the day, mine did not end well. <laughs> Period. <laughs> That's it. That's all there is to it. But I do work, um, I worked for Kineticon for several years, um, and that also ended in a bit of a uh, disaster. But again, not my problem anymore. It hasn't been my problem for about seven years now. Um, And now I work for Anime Boston, and that is probably the best experience that I've had in 20 years. Like, I started off, AB was my first convention. Like, that was my gateway convention back in 2004, um, and to like work for them now, as opposed to just go to the convention, um, it's like a night and day experience. Like I actually enjoy the convention more working for it. I find it so much more gratifying, um, than going to it, like going to it was fun, but now I feel like that I'm a part of that community even more so now. And it's, it's kind of nice. I'd highly recommend it if the opportunity comes up to work for AB. 
Yes. And I um I MC the masquerade, so. I know I I really want to do deathmatch there, but I remember the one year I applied, I was stupid and didn't read the rules, and then they emailed me back saying, You do know it needs to be an anime, right? <laughs> you know, it's in the it's in the title, anime Boston. <laughs> I didn't know if it was an AAC well, situation, all right? Anime Boston is very strict about their anime. Like, it is strict about their anime convention. They, they, they hit me with a little ruler saying bad. That's it. It's like, absolutely not. Whack. <laughs> no. Bad. <laughs> you know what's funny? Here's the thing. So I'm trying to think back, and I, I don't want to be inaccurate, but I'm trying to think back of all the years that Anime Boston has ever happened, right? I think... I might be the only person that has cosplayed something non-anime for an event at Anime oh. Austin. Go on. That's, um, <laughs> that's huge. I, like, that's a big thing. Like, I'm trying to, like I said, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, someone's more than welcome to correct me. Um, but I'm pretty sure I'm the only person. And I, the only reason they got away with it, I think, is because that there was like, there is an anime for it now or something. I don't think there is. Um, I was Dean Winchester. And I think there might be like some kind of a supernatural like manga or something. So that's how they squirreled their way around it. Remember there was that one year that Steve from Blue's Clues almost went on to Deathmatch. At Boston? Yeah. Did you not hear about that? No. <sighs> I forget when it was. It was like my second anime Boston. There was a Steve from Blue's Clues in the crowd. Oh, he, oh, he wasn't in the official death match, though. But people were chanting for him to be in it. Ah, okay. See, that's, yeah. That's different. <laughs> but that is funny. I would have totally watched that death match. Um, yeah, but no, it was funny. Like, my friend brought it to my attention, um, my boss, Lindsay. Um, and she had got a hold of me and she was like, Hey, I know you're not planning on coming to the convention. Because there's a couple years where I didn't go to AB just because, you know, life, whatever. It wasn't because there's was anything wrong. It's just, also you know. expensive too. Yeah, exactly. It's like one of those things where it's like, well, I might not just go this year, just because. Especially cause. this year. Yeah, yeah, but it'll be worth it this year. We haven't seen oh, each yeah. other in a long time. Uh, but she got a hold of me. She's like, "Hey, this is the theme this year." And it was all like that. Was like the ghost theme at M at AB. Um, and she's like, the whole it was the chess match, and she's like, you know, it's spirits and ghosts and things like that. Um, that's back when Bleach was like a huge thing. So like a lot of the people that were like running that were dressed as bleach characters and like but we need a ghost hunter would you come on as dean winchester and i was like okay but i'm not an anime character and that's when i got the whole like spiel like well it's a manga now and i'm like is it i feel like we're pulling at strings <laughs> i feel like this is a desperate move like velma kelly <laughs> in chicago but i did it because i mean hell yeah i want to be dean winchester um and i had just done um winchester's for kineticon for their dating game so i already had the costume and everything and it was funny because like that's of all the times i've been at ab and everything that was like the first time i was ever mic'd up for an ab event and i was like "Ooh, i got like a microphone attached to my face this feels <laughs> fancy <laughs> i feel important <laughs> uh, but it was a good time yeah and we did like the whole uh chess match like that and i remember that year too like there's, it's funny. There's this picture of me and my friend Joe because we were kind of hosting it together, and it's a it's a cute picture of the two of us because we're kind of squatted down and we're kind of looking out into the audience. But it wasn't because we were doing something with the event. Somebody actually had a medical emergency in the oh. event room, um, and we had I I completely shut the game down. I was like, no, we're not going to keep going. Everybody off stage until this gets fixed. So we cleared the stage, um. And we were sitting, we were just sitting there watching out in the audience, kind of quietly, just kind of waiting for them to give us the okay that everybody was okay and being treated and stuff. Um, but it's like kind of one of my favorite pictures of me and my friend Joe because we're just kind of squatted there, like looking out, like hi guys, you know. It reminds me of those photos of uh, the Naruto characters being arrested at conventions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sasuke being pinned down to a car. Yeah. What are you doing back there, cat? Sorry. My cat's making a guest appearance too, huh? No. It's like chasing something. Like, just don't be alive, whatever you're chasing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, 
working events at conventions is fun. I highly recommend it. Deathmatch and all that jazz. Like I said, even if you're not working for the convention, just participating in stuff is a hell of a lot of fun. I highly recommend yeah. it. I love doing um deathmatch and a uh, dating game. I've oh, only yeah. been in two. I've only been in two dating games, but the two I was in were fucking hilarious. Oh yeah. The the first one I was Bulby. And they, you spoke about it briefly on that podcast where you guys talked about me. Sure. And um, do you know Dan? Oh, yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to go a little fucking smoochy here. Dan is the reason why I I do deathmatch and dating game and all that now. Aww. He, he was the one who inspired me to do all that shit. Mm-hmm. And there's a, I actually have it on my wall at my house right now mm-hmm. of his little uh, card. It has, like, one tag on it. It's not promoting anything. It just says, I cosplay for others. I like to make people smile. Oh. And I have that hanged on my wall, and that's what I... That's what I look at. That's what I want to be. Right. Exactly. That's what it's about. Like, just... And then I told Dan that, and then he cried. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I... Th- I fucking loved it when my first dating game, I got paired up with Dan. Oh, nice. And so Dan was Ed from Ed and Eddie. Yep. Um, I was Bulby. And uh, fuck, I, I don't, I haven't watched Voltron. Who was the guy with the big mustache? Oh, boy. Oh, you're going to do this to me? I watched Voltron and I can't remember, but I know who you're talking about. The dude with like, it was the redhead with the big mustache. Yeah, this was he like kind of like, like the, the butler character. Yeah, he was like the dad of the group who was like <sighs> always like nosy and stuff. Damn you. This happens every week. I like, I was like, you know this character. And I'm like, no, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, continue. I'll find his name. It was them. And uh, it was Dan's wife asking questions. Oh, and, okay. Uh, Jen. Yeah, Jen was uh, Hades. Okay. Um, and I forget how it came up, but someone in the audience yelled, hashtag jawbreakers. And Dan just goes, what's hashtag? Corin. And then they're like, it- it's a pound. And Dan just goes, oh, I-, I like pounds. I got a lot of them in my tum-tum. <laughs> and I just look at him like, yo, Same. Tom Tom, and we just start shaking our stomachs, <laughs> and we're like Tommy, Tommy, Tommy time, and then just like both of us at the same time, we just like we looked at each other and we knew exactly what to do. We stood up, went right next to the cosplayer, right between us, and we both started to shake our stomachs in between them. <laughs> yep, and that's how uh, Tommy time started. Uh, the name of the character was Corin. Corin, yes. <laughs> Yes. I was like, wow, I hate myself. And I was like, I know exactly who it is. I like, I, I picture him. I knew exactly who you were talking about. I was just like, oh, no. Oh, God, what's your name? <laughs> the second dating game I was in was this year at AAC. Mm-hmm. And I was Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. Yep, love it. And Kirk was uh, the one asking questions. He was Pegasus. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, the only thing funny happened is Kirk set up, like, good lines for me where it was like, so, uh, what would you do if I gave you poison? And, uh, yeah. And I only did, uh, Kronk. I mean, it's funny. I commissioned the cosplay to get made before I watched Emperor's New Groove. Okay. You Wait, what? <laughs> you just it's- watched Emperor's New Groove for the first time? Alright, I was a very sheltered kid, alright? Okay, apparently. I wasn't allowed to watch Hades, alright? Yeah, but like, a sheltered kid. No, not kid. Hades, um, Hercules. Okay, but you're saying sheltered kid and you're like, this is like three years ago, because you're still a fetus. Alright, well, I find about about new shit, and then I watch it, and then my girlfriend makes fun of me because I never watched it. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, but the reason why I started making it is because, um, I can do the voice almost dead perfectly to him. And the, this he's the same voice actor from um, from Family Guy, Joe Swanson. Yep. And I would always do that as a joke, and I'm like, I want to cosplay Joe Swanson, but one, I don't want to get a buzz cut, and two, I feel like it might be slightly offensive if I'm in a wheelchair. I mean, <laughs> it's a line. 
Yeah, it's a line. Of, it's a and line. I don't, don't want to test it. Here's the thing. Not to interrupt you, but it's like people that cosplay as Professor Xavier. Are all of those people wheelchair bound? Probably not. But there is a respectful way to do it. You know? But like, it's Joe Swanton, though. How that can is be not respectful? a respectful character to begin with. So, exactly. Like, that's, that's why I'm it. like, that's why I decided, all right, let's do Kronk. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I watched it. And then I'm like, hey, bear. Whoa. Oh yes, the poison, the poison for Gusco. Gusco's poison. Yay! <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was fun. That's awesome. Any events that you'd like to do at a convention that you haven't done yet? I don't. I want to host a panel, but that's the thing. Like I was like, I was listening to your podcast about panels. Mm-hmm. You're one of your episodes was about panels and shit yep i'm like i want to do a panel and then i'm thinking i don't know what the fuck to do in a panel <laughs> what do i talk about for 45 minutes <laughs> exactly i actually just submitted for a panel to do um uh convention confessional live Ooh, uh the hope fun. the hope is that it gets, it gets accepted and that it's basically going to turn into like a hi i'm going to introduce everything and then people will just line up and tell me their convention stories. Like everybody gets one convention story, and we'll see how many we can get through in like however much time they decide to give me. Yeah, um, I definitely have two more stories I want to tell you real quick. All right. So there was one at PAX, PAX mm-hmm. East, mm-hmm. and it was me and my friend again, the one who does my wigs. Yep. Uh, we were cosplaying from Persona Five. And I was Ryuji, Skull, and she was Panther. Um, have you ever played Persona 5 before? Uh, no, but I mean, I know Persona video games, things like that, like characters and stuff. Um, yeah, Panther is all, she's like Catwoman almost. Mm-hmm. It's all latex skin type. Yep. And well, on our way back home, we're passing Chinatown, going to the T, well, around Chinatown. And a person stops my friend and, like, puts a hand on them. Okay. And starts walking to them. And it's these two girls. And they're like, who the fuck do you think you are? Going on to our turf, you fucking bitch. What? And she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Right. She's like, what the fuck? I kind of made the assumption. Like, oh. She thinks that she's a prostitute. Oh, boy. (laughs) So, in that quick moment, I ran over to her and I said, it's a wig, and I pulled off her wig. (laughs) Like, you yanked the whole thing off. They looked at her really confused, and when they were confused, I just walked away with her. Oh, no. That's, uh... Wow. Also a lesson in people needing to mind their business. Yeah. (laughs) Like, wow. Yikes. Yeah, that that was scary. Yeah. <laughs> and um the other story, the one I sent you in the DM mm-hmm. about uh me, me almost being stuck in Boston. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um let me just emphasize this. Again, I'm fucking stupid. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And I was I want to say like 16. I had no ride. I had no way to get to places. And I wanted to go to this Christmas ugly sweater cosplay meetup. So me being stupid in 16, I went to Facebook and, okay, anyone can give me a ride? Oh, no. <laughs> On a public page. Yeah, sure. You know, because that sounds safe. Yeah. Um. So, and then this guy messaged me saying, yeah, sure. And I took it. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, red flag right there, all yeah, right? I mean, like, why? <laughs> like, I'm already like, I don't like how the story's going. <laughs> it gets worse. Oh, good. So he gets to my house. Uh-huh. And I look in his car. Bodies? It it smells like an old McDonald's, like, bag. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking in there, 
and there's just like a bunch of shit of where and on the passenger seat there's a spilt bowl of oatmeal stuck to it oh so i'm like all right this is gross (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know what i regret all my choices and then he was like all right i need to stop by like uh shaw's real quick and um grab a present for the the swap meet the, the gift swap I'm like, oh, shut, oh, okay, sure. You do you, man. Yeah. We go there, and he parks in the back. And I'm like, okay, maybe he has a friend who works here or something. Sure. And he goes in, and then I'm thinking, I'm like, wait, no, he fucking doesn't. He lives in Maine. (laughs) Wait, why is he, why is he going in the back? Right. Um, I never figured out why. <laughs> oh, good. Um, but he comes back with an onion. You know, like you do. So I'm like, all right, this is getting really fucking weird now. And then, um, so we, we finally get to the convention. And this guy's just giving me so many fucking red flags, like, right after the other. Then he starts, like, talking about shit that he really shouldn't be with a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm, And then, um, I see one of my really good, well... She's one of my really good friends now. I just started to meet her when this happened. Sure. Um, I see her at there, but she's, like, we're doing the group photo, but she's sitting at a table alone by herself, like, staying away, and she, like, visibly looks disturbed. So I'm like, all right. I go up to her, I'm like, yo, is everything okay? And she's like, see that guy over there in that cosplay? I don't want to say his cosplay, too, mm-hmm. because it's a very distinguished cosplay, and sure. I know he's kind of big at PortCon. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Is it the cat dancer? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll 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 text you it later. Okay. <laughs> um. Um. She she was like, "You see him right there," and I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "That's my ex," and I'm like, "Oh." And then she started to tell me shit. Where he he should be in jail. <laughs> wow. Shit like uh. Selling passes to minors. Oh. 18 plus passes. Great. Is this the guy you drove down with? Yes. Good job. <laughs> well done. And a bunch of other shit that, like, I, it's not my story to tell on here. Right, right. Um, so I'm like, okay. I don't feel comfortable with this. So what I did was I'm like, all right. I'm like, I found a r- random people and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going with them. I'm going with them. I'm, I'll, I'll get, I'll get another ride home. I'll get another ride home. And they just go, okay. And then he left. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh shit, wait, how do I get back home? Huh. <laughs> so I'm like, well, fuck me. <laughs> Luckily, my friend who decided to go last minute showed up late and she drove me back home. Oh, that's good. And I got back home. Yay! The story doesn't end there. Okay, but this guy knows where you live. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> uh, there was another person I met there. This random, uh, like, Togami cosplayer mm-hmm. from Danganronpa. Okay. He was kind of weird looking, and he, he followed us around and, like, just trying to, like, push himself into the conversation. Oh, we love it. But then it got a little weird when he started to keep in the group when we decided to walk around Boston. Like, the meetup's over, and we're walking around. hmm And he's talking about, like, yeah, my girlfriend left me, and I only date girls who cosplay this character. Oh, my God. And it was getting really creepy. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm from New York, by the way. And I'm like, what? Okay. why the fuck are you at a Boston meetup? It's like a small meetup. It's not like a big con. <laughs> right. Um, so he just kept following us. And then um, we went to the, tr- the tea. And he's like, oh, can I, can I have $10? I don't have any money. And my friend's like, sure. Oh, sure. He's like, here's $10. Get the ticket. Just give me the change. Mm-hmm. He walks back. And she's like, where's, where's the change? He's like, oh, it, it was $10. <laughs> and I'm like, all right leave i get a dm the next day uh-huh saying hey i saw a picture of you with this guy we're actually trying to look for him right now 
Um, he hasn't paid his child support. Oh, no. And he's supposed to be in New York right now. Oh, no. So, yeah, that happened. Great. <laughs> so, obviously, you know this guy. It's like, no, I do not. I am not affiliated. Thank you. No, Thank they you. were just warning me, like, this guy's a toxic person. Don't hang out with him. Oh, my God. You know, it's funny, like, to end on, uh, your story reminded me of uh, many moons ago, uh, there was a cosplayer uh, who would go around conventions dressed as the Dark Magician from Yu-Gi-Oh! I think I heard you talk about this briefly. Yeah, um, and long story short, he also would only date people that dressed up as the Dark Magician girl. (laughs) That is so fucking weird. But, like, I just, I don't. He'd always have a different girl in the damn costume. He provided the costume, mind you. Oh my fucking god. And he would always be with a different chick um, at the convention. Yeah. Yeah. In the Dark Magician girl costume. Uh, unfortunately, again, uh, my roommate that I talked about from my bad roommate um, episode was one of those girls. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Uh, there's that yeah those people are out there that only date people that cosplay as certain characters or they make them look like the certain character to look like my whatever fantasy girl. they have <laughs> you know what if that's what you need in this life all the power to you <laughs> on that note <laughs> thanks so much for stopping by christian is there anything you'd like to promote while you're here <laughs> um my ads for instagram and tiktok is the day period has come and uh, if you want to buy a little star bits from like video games, or if you want to buy a Homestuck horns for a good price, check out Ruffle Butt cosplays on Etsy. And uh, buy buy her book, buy, buy Katie's book. <laughs> buy my book! It's the holiday season. Buy the book. I have bills to pay. I also want to feel like I've accomplished something in my life. It helps me when people buy it. So. <laughs> But also, it's got a lot of good stories in it, and it's got some, you know, solid life information about real-life stuff and convention stuff. So, yeah, that could have gone worse. Uh, Life Lessons from a Dinosaur Cosplayer. It's on sale now at Amazon. Make sure you pick up a copy. Christian, thank you so much for coming by this week. Clearing up some stories. (laughs) We appreciate it. (laughs) Don't get into cars with strangers. Promise me you'll never do that again. I will not. I have my own car now. I'm good. 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 Jesus Christ. All right. Have a good night, everybody.